Remember in 2019, this is what they went after President Trump on. It was all about Burisma and the phone calling Ukraine, but they attacked President Trump on the very thing they were involved in. So typical of the Democrats, it seems to me. Ah, uh, Congresswoman Jim Jordan, and of course it is so typical of the Democrats. Whatever they accuse you of doing, they're probably guilty of doing themselves at that very moment. Very common pattern. You know, I, I, if we had a news media, we wouldn't be a third world country like we are now. What are the third world country attributes we have? We've got a corrupt president and a corrupt first family. Millions of dollars from overseas interests. High crimes and misdemeanors, bribery, treason. Hmm, that's a big word. Bribery in this context is a pretty fundamental word. In fact, there are some Democrats now that are that are hoping that uh, Joe Biden will be replaced. I predicted over a month ago now that Joe Biden will be replaced and he won't be the won't be the nominee uh, come election day next year. The left-wing mediaite House Democrat implores party colleagues to jump in and primary Joe Biden as a verb. You can primary as a a verb. Warns of disastrous consequences if no other Democrats run. So the Democrats are starting to panic. They're usually in a panic having to do with their gender and things like that. But no. Uh, Face the Nation yesterday, a Democrat congressman from the radical left-wing looting arson zone known as Minnesota. Congressman Dean Phillips was on uh, CBS, and uh, he's a Democrat, a Minnesota Democrat, so he's probably not on our side at all. Democrats are telling me that they, they want not a coronation, but they want a competition, Phillips said. The New York Times poll from this week shows 55% of Democrat voters want some alternatives to the current people in the primary. Yeah, the current people in the primary? Really? How many are there? And the uh, congressman, left-wing Democrat, he warned, if we don't hear that call, shame on us. Well, shame on you for a whole lot of things in addition to that, perhaps. And the consequences, I believe, are going to be disastrous. So my call is to those who are well-positioned, well-prepared, and have good character and competency I don't think you have any of those people. You know, take a look around and get back to me when you find one of those. They know who they are. Nobody else does. To jump in, he says. He wants them to jump in. Because Democrats and the country need competition. Sure. Robert F. Kennedy uh, Jr. Uh, and uh, Marianne Williamson are the only other Democrats running in the primary. And Joe Biden is not. First of all, Joe Biden isn't even campaigning. Has anybody noticed that? Of course, it worked for him last time. He didn't have to campaign last time either. The media is his campaign. The news media and the broader entertainment media. Hollywood and late night TV and Saturday Night Live. It is good to be a Democrat. All right, let's go to uh, soundbite number eight. Because I still haven't finished. Uh, James Comer apparently knocked my socks off yesterday with his appearance on uh, the uh, Fox uh, News channel. And let's let's go to uh, number eight. Um, he was presiding over the deposition of Devin Archer, who is kind of coming clean, you know? I mean, he could face lying to Congress, perjury, yada, yada, prison, because when your friends are all criminals, 
This is the kind of road that you might be led down. Um, James Comer. Well, I had the staff lead the deposition. Uh, I didn't want a lot of members in the room because uh, that makes the, the witness uneasy. Uh, we had uh, Andy Biggs and Jim Jordan in the room. I was on the phone. I had the staff lead the deposition, the committee staff, who are lawyers and investigators, and uh, they presided over, conducted the deposition as Devin Urcher was deposed by the Congress, and the transcript has been, I believe, made uh, public entirety probably with uh, some redactions. Um, Devin Urcher and then uh, James Comer. Uh, you think he's afraid to be testifying because, you know, the Biden family. Uh, Devin Archer was, was under a lot of pressure. Look, the Department of Justice sent him a letter on Saturday. They sent him another letter on Sunday. Uh, there was constant communication from the Biden legal team trying to intimidate and harass our witness, trying to encourage him not to cooperate with the House Oversight Committee. They are doing this with our other witnesses. But uh, we're going to continue to bring people in. We're going to continue to get bank records. In fact, hopefully next week we're going to release more bank records that show more suspicious wires from our enemies around the world that were going into the Biden family's back pocket. Uh, 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 uh. And uh, wait a minute. The Justice Department was sending letters to... Mm-mm-mm. And uh, uh, days before, hours before his testimony was scheduled on Capitol Hill, and they're intimidating him. It's good to be a Democrat because if President Trump had done that, that'd be front page news all over America, and the Justice Department would be warning him going to left wing radical judges trying to stifle free speech again because that's what they do. But Devin Archer getting letters from the Justice Department, Joe Biden's Justice Department, a corrupt Justice Department, and dare I say, a corrupt Attorney General. Um, isn't that amazing? Yes, it is. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Man. So, uh, hey, uh, Devin, you got a letter here from the Justice Department, Joe Biden's Justice Department. You're about to go testify about their corruption because you're involved with their corrupt family and have been for years. And uh, now the Justice Department wants to rattle your cage and, and stir it up a little bit. Uh, and uh, last one uh, from Congressman James Comer. The, the, you know, everyone that's cooperating with our committee is under great pressure because of their concern that the Department of Justice is going to uh, implicate them in wrongdoing and protect the Bidens and that, that, that uh, they're going to be eaten alive in the press. Uh, this is, a, this is a, an example of witness intimidation every day by our Department of Justice and by the Biden legal team. It is, uh, boy, it is good to be a Democrat. And this is where the fourth estate, our, our uh, brilliant founders, envisioned that a free and fair press, which we don't have, uh, would, would step in um, and hold the powerful accountable. But we don't have that. We've got a Democrat Party uh, front group, news media in the United States, which is really what turns you into a third world country. Lickety split, as Chaz Bono likes to say. Let's go to uh, soundbite number 12. President Trump again over the weekend, uh, and he's having none of it, as you might expect. Every one of these many fake charges filed against me by the corrupt Biden DOJ could have been filed two and a half years ago. They waited right to the middle of an election. Every time they file an indictment, 
we go way up in the polls. One more indictment, and this election is closed out. Nobody has even a chance. We're expecting more indictments to come from the radical left-wing extremist prosecutor in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, Right now, uh, the president is facing three different cases in New York, Florida, and Washington, D.C., a total of 78 charges uh, with Atlanta still to come, Georgia still to come. He's already facing 641 years in prison, 641 years in prison. And it is uh, just a little bit ironic that in Russia, we learned yesterday that one of Putin's political foes, a critic, was sentenced to 19 years in prison because this is what we expect from communists. By the way, the communists are coming together, the communist Chinese and the communist Russians, and they have deployed warships from both countries to the Aleutian Islands in Alaska And they're coming, you know, they've been brushing up against our uh, uh, jet airplanes in the sky, against drones. They even took down at least one drone, U.S. drone, millions of dollars. And Joe Biden is such a spineless, feckless jellyfish of a numbskull that uh, nothing has happened. I think that Russia and China have gotten richer in the meantime, and so has the Biden family. So a Russian court convicted and imprisoned opposition leader Alexei Navalny. Uh, They uh, charged him with extremism, whatever that means, and then they convicted him and they sent him to prison for 19 years where he will doubtless die because they're commies. And again, the commies, now the Pentagon, the Navy has sent, I think, four U.S. Navy warships to go intercept the joint. This is the Cold War Uh, all over again. Joe Biden has reignited the Cold War with the help of the commies, Putin, who they, remember, uh, Trump was uh, a Putin guy, remember that? Putin's poodle, Putin's puppy, remember that? All lies, lies, all lies, lies, all lies. Just amazing stuff. And so now we've got warships in uh, the North Atlantic and and, uh, uh, going and shadowing a Chinese, a joint Chinese-Russian armada that is brushing, they're in uh, U.S. waters and they're, and they're uh, picking a fight. And they're doing it because they know that Joe Biden is a hapless, feckless, useless joke of a president. They would never do this if Trump were president. They would simply never do this if Trump were president. That's a fact, Jack. That's what I'm telling you. Um, and we're honestly looking more like a commie country. And... And this judge, I'm going to get into this in a couple of minutes, the Democrats trying to put a gag order on President Trump and his lawyers. Oh, you can't talk about the trial. Only we can talk about the trial through leaks to our corrupt friends at the New York Times who are so filthy that uh, their wives shouldn't trust them. Their accountants shouldn't trust them. Their expense report people at work shouldn't trust them. That's uh, how corrupt they are. They're very corrupt. Mm -mm -mm -mm. And the uh, Newsweek again. Republicans compare Donald Trump to jailed Putin critic. That's a headline at Newsweek. They're trying to be relevant, I think. Republicans attempted to liken former President Donald Trump's mounting criminal indictment. You know, I uh, to uh, to Alexei uh, Navalny and uh, longtime critic and political rival of Russian President Vladimir Putin on Saturday. Now, yeah, there's good reason for that. 
Now, here's something I was thinking about this morning. I think Republican prosecutors, state prosecutors, county prosecutors, city prosecutors across the country should just start indicting Biden. Just indict him on whatever. Uh, money laundering, um, uh, bribery, um, uh, child sex trafficking, whatever you can find. Uh, just that Republican state attorneys general, uh, prosecutors that are Republican prosecutors, just start indicting Joe Biden and what the hell Hunter Biden. And uh, let's indict Devin Archer and let's let's just start indicting people and threatening them with hundreds of years in prison for charges that may or may not hold up later. But that's the new standard we have in the United States of America. Yeah. No, there were no irregularities in 2020. You can't say that now. They still say, the former governor now of the Commonwealth of Virginia and DNC chair, uh, Terry McAuffle, still says the 2000 election was stolen. Hillary Clinton still says that the 2016 election was stolen. The Democrats have contested every presidential election in the 21st century that they've lost. If they win, they don't contest it. If they lose the presidential election, they contest it, and years later, they still say that it was stolen and that the Republicans stole it. And that's fine, see? Because were it not for double standards, liberals would have no standards at all. It was at a Senator John Kennedy in a, in a hearing the other day uh, whipped out a version of, uh, you know, the Democrats didn't have double standards, they'd have no standards at all. Yes, sir. Hey, I've got breaking news that demands your immediate attention. President Joe Biden's controversial plan to implement a digital dollar is already underway. And contrary to what they claim, surprise, surprise, this move will not be to your benefit or mine or anyone's. Time is of the essence, however, and taking action today is crucial. Before it's too late, this could put everything you've worked for at risk, but there's a legal and smart way to protect your, your savings from the digital dollar. You can opt out. Call my trusted partner and my friends at American Alternative Assets. American Alternative Assets, they're great. And explore the gold and silver IRA options. These steps may help you protect your retirement savings, so please give them a call today and just learn what you need to hear. Call them at 888-4GOLD20. That's 888-4-GOLD-20, 888-446-5360. Talk to one of their specialists. They can explain everything to you, answer all your questions, guide you through the process. Don't allow President Biden and these crazy people to coerce you into the government's new digital dollar. Take control of your financial future by calling 888-4-GOLD-20. That's 888-446-5360. Call them today. Individual results may vary. There's no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal tax investment and financial advice before opening an account. Yeah, yeah. All right, I uh, I still have so much more to get to and so little time. Holy cow, I really do have very little time, don't I? Let's stay right there. The uh, President Biden, look, I mean, the evidence is everywhere. There is a mountain of evidence. Um... And the New York Times and the Washington Post are together burying it in a shallow grave near Las Vegas. You're listening to The Chris Plant Show.
Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Yeah. Also, I want to remind you that the uh, the show is posted every day, uh, podcast on Al Gore's amazing internet. So if you miss the last hour, or if you're going to miss the next hour, just uh, subscribe, download the Chris Plant Show podcast, listen to all three hours at your leisure. You can uh, also share with other people who need to be smarter. That's good. Uh, and uh, you get the podcast any place. Any place where they have podcasts, because, you know, that's the way we do things. Um, also, you know, we uh, we post our articles. I'm talking about a lot of articles today, and we post them as well, our stories sheet for the day, on the Twitter, Chris Plant Show, on uh, Twitter. I still call it Twitter. They, call you, they change the name every two days. It's still called Twitter, right? But we got that going. So, you know, uh, we're... Talking about articles, I'm citing articles here, Newsweek and uh, so on, and and uh, the phony baloney news media, and we do post all the articles so that you can peruse them yourselves or share them with people or uh, check something that I said. So go to Twitter and, you know, we post videos and so on. Go to uh, at Chris Plant Show. Check it out. You know, I was gone last week, so I wasn't, uh, was less active there last week. Uh, but this whole social media thing, it's crazy, isn't it? Oh, also, a uh, <laughs> too many funny stories. And the Bidens give me too many stories about themselves. You see, um, uh, Radar Online has a great one. Ex-stripper, there's an ex-stripper, she's no longer a stripper, says she manipulated low-life Hunter Biden. He was like a dog that I dragged and led on, says the uh, former, uh, I prefer exotic dancer, don't you, Jeff? I like exotic dancer. But uh, Joe Biden, he had a lot of experience with uh, these people. And a stripper that goes by the name Kennedy. I don't think she's on the Fox News channel, though. Left the stripping industry in 2016. Now she's a professional tanner at uh, beauty school, whatever that means. Said she, uh, Hunter Biden was such a lowlife, and she dragged him along like a dog on a leash. This is the Chris Plant Show. And in other news from the Democrats and lefties, lefties around the world, 
Here's the story from the Daily Mail. Transgender Muslim Brianna Kingsley sues her boyfriend for keeping her testicles in a jar in his refrigerator. Boy, that's uh, that didn't end well. Transgender Muslim Brianna Kingsley sues boyfriend for keeping her. Now, her, she has testicles. Um, but this is what the left has done to gender and to science and to all knowledge, not just Western knowledge, all knowledge. So a person that goes by the name Brianna Kingsley lives in the United Kingdom, claimed in court papers that her, meaning his, former partner has kept her, meaning his, testicles in a mason jar in his refrigerator. Her, meaning his former boyfriend, William Wojciechowski, I'm going to go with that, said he's been the victim of harassment by Kingsley and that he doesn't owe her anything. He's going to keep her testicles in a mason jar in his refrigerator. You definitely want to keep them refrigerated. Am I right, Jeff? Because, you know, once they've been severed, uh, you know, for the freshness thing, definitely want to keep them refrigerated, probably sealed in a mason jar as well. Kingsley has also been previously in court after being charged with felony assault when she, meaning he, is said to have pulled a knife on a roommate. Well, that might explain what happened to the testicles, <laughs> quite possibly. A transgender woman, meaning a man who severed his testicles, is demanding the return of her, meaning his testicles, which she, meaning he, claims her, meaning his ex-boyfriend, is keeping in a jar in his fridge. You know, you probably shouldn't uh, give your testicles to a boyfriend uh, in a mason jar to put in the fridge. <laughs> if you might, you might. I mean, they're yours. You might want to just keep custody of those yourself <laughs> rather than giving them to, because it might not be a long-lasting relationship. You know. In an affidavit and claim, Brianna Kingsley, a uh, man with no testicles, so. If Brianna Kingsley moves to the United States, automatic Democrat Party status, right? Man with no testicles. Got him in a jar in a refrigerator somewhere in Britain. Hey, what happened to your testicles? Oh, my ex-boyfriend has them <laughs> in a mason jar in a refrigerator. Well, at least they're refrigerated, you know. Said that her former partner of Pontiac, Michigan, was holding on to the body parts, she, meaning he, had removed during gender reassignment surgery. You know, Detroit News reported that Kingsley, 40 years old, has demanded the return of her testes, meaning his testes, as well as being paid a total of $6,500. $6,500, you know. Because I guess that's the value of uh, how much is that per? You know, per, <laughs> not very much. So that's uh, pretty amazing. Mm-mm-mm-mm. He uh, says that Kingsley's been harassing him since their split. Well, maybe you should uh, pick better girlfriends that don't ask you to hold on to their testicles <laughs> in a jar <laughs> in the refrigerator. That's your Democrat Party. Speaking of the Democrat Party and their many, many issues, many, many, many issues, it uh, turns out that Barack Obama, there's a new story out about a very lengthy article 
about um, uh, Barack Obama, and it's kind of an amazing story. Um, Barack Obama has a biographer. He has uh, more than one biographer, as a matter of fact. And uh, here is the, uh, the headline. Obama, quote, repeatedly fantasizes, excuse me, fantasizes, current, present tense. Obama repeatedly fantasizes about making love to men, claims biographer. His own biographer, this guy's not an enemy of uh, Barack Obama's. He's not even a critic of Barack Obama's. But according to a historian, David Garrow, author of the biography Rising Star, The Making of Barack Obama, the former president has, quote, repeatedly fantasized about making love to men, end quote. That's what his half-brother in Africa said just a couple of weeks ago, the one that Barack left to live in a corrugated metal shed while he was president of the United States flying around an Air Force One. Radar Online has learned Garrow, the historian and author, made the accusations in a recent interview with Tablet, a, uh, a magazine, online magazine, where he discussed the extensive research and interviews he conducted for his book, which is more than 1,400 pages long about Barack Obama. The biography, published in 2017, received mixed reviews, but was notable for shedding light on previously unknown aspects of Barack Obama's personal life. Garrow, the historian, conducted an eight-hour interview with Obama over the course of three days, during which he explored various aspects of the former president's life. Among the revelations in the book are letters that Obama wrote to his former girlfriend, Alex McNear. Is that really a, Alex? It could be a man. It could be a woman. Because, you know, uh, during their time at Occidental College in Los Angeles, California, these letters, which Emory University eventually obtained, contained passages in which Barack Obama discussed with his now ex-girlfriend his sexual fantasies involving men. There is a man named Larry Sinclair, uh, from Illinois that claims that he had sexual relations with Barack Obama while doing cocaine, uh, limousine, cheap hotel room. And Larry Sinclair held a press conference in Washington, D.C. at the National Press Club laying all this out. And the media uh, pretended that it didn't happen because they want to have sex with Barack Obama, and they were jealous. So Garrow, who's won a Pulitzer Prize for his historical work, described the process of transcribing the most salacious parts of the letters his friend uh, Harvey Clare uh, copied them by hand because photography was not permitted in the Emory University archives, at least not in this case. Garrow's book includes a paragraph in which Barack Obama writes about his repeated fantasies. In addition to the revelations about Obama's personal life, the author pointed out a striking similarity between the 44th president and his successor, Donald Trump. He believes that both men are equally insecure, although Obama's insecurities are not immediately evident to the public. Garrow also suggests that Obama has very little interest in building the Democratic Party as an institution and that his main priority is the perception of victory and triumph. The perception, not the reality. And when you got the news media working for you like that in Hollywood and everything, it becomes a lot easier, doesn't it? Uh, 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 man, oh, man. So, um, yeah. Barack Obama also uh, quoting uh, Barack Obama, who said of himself, I'm fundamentally lazy, Barack Obama said. 
and it's because I'm from Hawaii. So he's smearing and slandering everybody in Hawaii as being, uh, being fundamentally lazy, which is pretty amazing. Oh, yeah, speaking of which, there's another, speaking of fundamentally lazy, the um, uh, Democrat on MSDNC, uh, one of their fake political analysts, just Democrat mental midgets that go on MSDNC and, and say idiotic things on MSDNC, said that the only reason that Kamala Harris is not more popular, and boy, is she unpopular. The only reason that Kamala Harris is uh, not popular is because um, of her race, right, her race, which means that uh, you take a poll and everybody that doesn't think she's great is a racist. So everybody in America that doesn't love Kamala Harris as vice president is a racist. Um, Pretty amazing stuff, I got to say. And because naturally, anybody, anybody? Of her gender, because America is a terrible, racist, sexist place. Not like Bill Clinton or anything, but uh, pretty amazing. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Yes, sir. Yeah, and this uh, Barack Obama. And the letters are there. And they're at Emory. They're, they're probably destroying them now, even as we speak. Get out the shredder. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Repeatedly fantasize about making love to men. And he wrote to his ex-girlfriend all about it and the letters from Barack at Emory University reveal it all. Gosh. Um, Also, the Democrats being anti-Bill of Rights, anti-self-defense, anti-American. That's the Democrat Party. Democrats push 1,000% excise tax on AR-15s and other similarly situated firearms. House Democrats introduced legislation on Friday that would place a 1,000% excise tax on AR-15 rifles and other firearms they refer to as assault weapons, so that only their rich friends can own them, you see. The imposition would force the price of a $500 firearm to jump to $5,000, a weapon that would normally sell for $2,000, would suddenly sell for $20,000. Push for the new taxes on AR-15s and other firearms put forward one day after Democrats sent a letter to House Speaker Kevin McCarthy urging him to allow votes on gun control. 1,000% excise tax because they're not on our side. Also, Senator Dianne Feinstein, 90 years old, California Democrat, had a Chinese spy on her staff for 20 years in California. No big deal. She has ceded power of attorney to her daughter because she doesn't feel she's up to making decisions herself. So she's given her daughter power of attorney, but she's still serving as a member of the United States Senate because, you know, Democrats. That's what I'm telling you. And Barack Obama, uh, see Larry Sinclair because all this was made public a long, long time ago. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Um, yeah, and the uh, women's soccer team lost yesterday, and now they're done. And and uh, now Megan Rapino wanders off into the distance, hopefully never to be heard from again. But uh, she'll be turned into a hero, biggest loser. The U.S. women's national soccer team, their loss is a perfect send-off for Megan Rapino. The Washington Examiner has the story. United States women's national team Uh, the team's embarrassing World Cup run, has come to an end, and it couldn't be a more appropriate send-off 
for the retiring Megan Rapino. I love it. This is in our story sheet as well, which you can get at our Twitter account and at our Facebook. Uh, and uh, where else? Twitter and Facebook and, and other places too, all of our social media. Uh, our social media account. All right. Let's uh, let's take a phone call, Jeff. And I gotta, I'm going to need another hour. I'm going to have to tell the network we're running over. I'm just going to have to stay on the air for another two hours because I have too much stuff to get to. Let's go to uh, let's go to Rob calling from Montgomery County, Maryland. Robert, you're on the Chris Plant show. Hey, what what a pleasure! What 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 a privilege, uh, Chris. And by the way, Mike Pelka did a great job last week. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Thank you. Yeah, I, I love yeah. the People's Republic of Montgomery County. I, I talked to you years ago. I actually dated Bill Headline's daughter way back. Oh, uh, well, Bill Headline, my CBS. former boss at CNN, and his uh, daughter, a very beautiful woman. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking about you. You, you uh, have Don uh, Al Gore with the uh, originator of the Internet. I think Barack should be the originator of the vast wasteland of misinformation. <laughs> Well, he, he really, he really, that's when things really went off the rails in the United States. And, you know, and honestly, now they've got this judge that is in the middle trying to silence um, President Trump and his legal team. And this judge, you know, uh, Barack Obama made the communist voter, literally, uh, uh, John Brennan, the CIA director, voted for oh, Gus yeah. Hall for presidency, the presidency of the United States, the Communist Party candidate, and brought... Um, Van Jones into the White House, who was a self-described communist at the time. And now the judge who is in charge of this, uh, trying to silence President Trump and his legal team, this gag order they're trying to impose by 5 p.m. today. It turns out the judge here is her family is from Jamaica and her grandfather, her mother's father, founded the Socialist Party in Jamaica. They're everywhere. And this woman is an Obama uh, appointee to to the bench. And the news media always fails to mention when they're Obama appointees or Biden appointees. It's only worth a mention if they're a Trump appointee or Bush appointee. Have you noticed that? It's the huge circle fest that you've mentioned so many times. They're yeah. all they're all uh, complicit. I, I guess uh, Smith's trying to throw a bunch uh, enough stuff on the wall that maybe something might stick. You know yep. the, the old adage. That's but, right. Uh, again, thank you so much, Chris, for taking the call, and let, let's hope let's pray for our country that we can survive all the. Uh, all this craziness. Yes, sir. That's sir. I'm signing the cross right now. Um, listen, <laughs> thanks again, uh, Rob. Great call. Thank you very much, and congratulations on uh, Bill Headline. So beautifully, the, the boss at CNN. His name was Bill Headline. Headline, H-E-A-D-L-I-N-E. He was a news guy. He had to. He had to become a news guy. His name was Headline. Um, and since you uh, brought us there, Rob, let's go to soundbite number thirteen. Um, I really wish I could stay for another because there's too much stuff. Ron DeSantis and the NBA, um, that's a great story. The Magic NBA team gave $50,000 to Ron DeSantis' pack, and now the NBA and the players on the team want to protest because, you know, because everybody's a commie, uh, honestly. They're not liberals. They're the left. Know it. Learn it. All right, let's go to uh, number 13. Fox, and you mentioned uh, Jack Smith and this trying to shut down free speech in America. Well, last night, special counsel Jack Smith requested a protective order in the latest case, writing, quote, 
All the proposed order seeks to prevent is the improper dissemination or use of discovery materials, including to the public. Such a restriction is particularly important in this case because the defendant has previously issued public statements on social media regarding witnesses, judges, attorneys, and others associated with legal matters pending against him. So the post that's being cited uh, in that request there is from a truth social post that the former president made. He wrote, quote, if you go after me, I'm coming after you. And Trump's former White House press secretary, Stephanie Grisham, likened that statement to witness intimidation. Yeah, likened it to, except it's not. But uh, And it's uh, typical Trump. Um, you know, you come after me, I come after you. Well, you can't say that. That's, that's uh, free speech. The First Amendment doesn't protect that, really. But you guys can say out in public you want to put a 1,000% excise tax on firearms. Just, uh, just amazing. And uh, Barack Obama, don't play duck, duck, goose with Barack Obama. I just, I wanted to warn you here. And never give your testicles to your boyfriend in a, in a jar to put in the refrigerator. Now, the judge in this case that they've, uh, by 5 p.m. today, it must be decided, Tanya Sue Chutkin, um, uh, one parent from, from Jamaica, and uh, her, mother, uh, her mother from Jamaica um, had a father named Frank Hill, Frank Hill was the founder of the People's National Party, which is naturally a part of the international socialist um, common turn or whatever it's called now. And uh, so they just got commies everywhere, falling out of the trees, falling out of the, the woodwork um, because uh, they naturally gravitate toward one another. You know what I'm talking about? So here she is, and uh, and the, none of the news media, yeah, part of the Socialist International. Yeah, her grandfather, founder of the big Socialist Party in Jamaica, and then then she came here and went to college and law school, and then Obama made her a judge. But none of the media mentioned that she's an Obama Biden appointee to the bench, because why would that matter in a case involving President Trump's free speech? There's only one. Chris Plant, The Chris Plant Show. Well, once again, I didn't get to everything today, and I apologize for not getting to more calls. I'll try to make that up tomorrow. In addition to, you know, I mean, Barack Obama uh, lusting after men, that explains uh, why he likes Michelle Obama's arms. You know, that's, uh, that would explain that, the Larry Holmes arms and all that. Uh, also, the, uh, the historian and author writes, um, he wrote, I think future historians are going to look at the Obama presidency and see it as the moment when this new oligarchy emerged with the merge, rather, with the Democratic Party and use the capacities of these new technologies, social media he's talking about here, and the power of this new class of people, the oligarchs, to create a new apparatus of social control. Sounds like me. (laughs) 
Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.